Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Educational Podcasting Today, episode number 47. We have a fantastic treat today. Today, we're going to be talking to our favorite podcasting company, Soundtrap, and we are so happy to be one of their exclusive podcasts that they're on today to talk all about some great new features that are going to be coming out that you can take advantage of in your classroom before the end of the school year. Before we bring on our guest today, I want to ex- uh, I want to share with you guys a launching of our brand new TeacherCast Ultimate Guide to Podcasting. Guys, we have put together a an 8-year journey of everything that you guys need to do to bring podcasting into your classroom. You can check it out over on Educational Podcasting today. We have a free download. You can check out all the great stuff. It goes into how to record with students, how to write with students, how to do rubrics with your kids, all the amazing stuff about podcasting you guys can check out today. Our brand new TeacherCast Ultimate Guide to Podcasting. We hope you guys are having a great time checking it out, and we want to say thank you one more time for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. And that brings us into our guest today. I have had the opportunity over the last couple of years to have a lot of great conversations with an amazing company called Soundtrap. And I want to bring on a good friend of mine, Ms. Meredith Allen. Meredith, how are you today? Welcome to TeacherCast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you today. I am so excited to have you guys on. I got to tell you, every time that we get together, it is ISTE season. The buzz is going. And every time I get a chance to see you guys at the Soundtrap booth, there are hundreds of teachers around you guys talking nothing about amazing stuff about Soundtrap. So let's just kind of dive in here. What What's so awesome about Soundtrap these days? What's going on? Oh, man. So if you asked me about six months ago, I'd have a completely different answer because we've increased so many different features uh, coming out here in the next month or so. So, you know, Soundtrap originally always was created to make audio recording in the classroom easy uh, for teachers and for students. And so we still, you know, cloud-based work on any device, um, very easy to use. We have, you know, young learners all the way, you know, six-year-olds and all the way up through uh, using our platform. But then the bigger piece is that it's collaborative. We, it's very important to the Soundtrap family that we stay to the charge of being a tool that will um, foster that creativity and collaboration with, with audio projects in the classroom. So those two pieces are really big for Soundtrap. Uh, most recently, we have announced that we will be enveloping some new features that are actually going to be on our Soundtrap for Storytellers line. Uh, and so those features are pretty groundbreaking, technologically speaking, never been done before. I am so thrilled that you were here to talk about all of that stuff. Of course, everything that we are talking about is being announced today, guys. You can check us out over on our podcast, te- uh, Educational Podcasting Today. This is episode number 47. All the details are going to be in our show notes along with all the great links. Talk to us a little bit about this because we've been on a mission for the last couple of years to help bring podcasting into the classrooms. Meredith, here's the $64,000 question. Why is it important that teachers are podcasting? Why is it important that we're using audio and video? Why do students need to be having these skills? You know, podcasting, sorry, podcasting is such a broad term. And really, it's, mm. it's however the teacher uses it in their classroom, uh, whatever objective that they want to complete. So when you're thinking podcasting, a lot of teachers just stop and say, I don't do that in my classroom. But you have to remember that you can use it in any classroom, just depending on your objective. 
So, you know, honestly, podcasts, it is empowering students to become their own content creators and producers rather than consumers. So it gives them an audience beyond the classroom. You know, oftentimes assessments are paper, pencil, test, or uh, a written paper for the teacher. And who is the audience when you have those things? The teacher. And so a podcast uh, can now expand the audience to essentially the world if, if, you know, the school is set up that way. Uh, it also gives students a sense of purpose rather than just seeming like another exercise that they're doing. So this is something that can can really, you know, hone in on the on the kid kids desire, uh, you know, um, excitement. So if they want to uh, talk about the football game, you know, well, let's incorporate that into script writing. And and what's your persuasive argument? Um interview an expert, uh, and then the kid gets excited about it. And it's not just uh, double space times new Roman 12 font paper that they have to do for their English teacher. And, you know, just the creativity, you know, we talk a lot about the steam, uh, movement and integrating arts into all of those other subjects. And I think that that's, that's really important that any activity that helps that, um, is something that should be, you know, uh, at least explored in your classroom. So, you know, with podcasting, you have, you have the, the storyboarding, the script writing, as mentioned, and then the the editing and the recording itself. But then, you know, the creative side is where kids get to add that little twist, you know, at the beginning or the end with their jingle or sound effects. And and so that's an, an opportunity to, to integrate that, the A right there. Um, and, you know, just the simple things like oral presentation skills, storytelling techniques, those are all podcast um, activities that hit on important skills. I, I love the concept of it being something that empowers students to become those content creators. You know, many people kind of look at me sideways when I say this, but when we bring out, you know, a Chromebook and a microphone and we ask the kids to be creators, that is a maker space. That is an opportunity for the students to get their hands dirty and to create something out of nothing. It's no different than robotics. It's no different than coding. It is an opportunity to bring that STEAM education into it. And, and I love the fact that Soundtrap is making it so easy for students to do that. Let's talk a little bit about the, the nitty gritty here of, of Soundtrap. It is, a, it is a platform that is available on, correct me here, all platforms, right? You can do it on your, on your Windows, on your Mac, on your Chromebook? Correct. Yep. Any, any device that you have in your schools, and it could be a mixed device situation. And the collaboration, how does that work? Great question. Uh, so let's say you have an audio project, very similar to like a Google Doc or a OneNote um, piece. So you you go into that project online and you see your tracks and you see the play, the pause, all of those types of things. Uh, on the one side, you have this collaboration tab. And when you click on it for the first time, you have an ability to invite collaborators. So let's say I type in Jeff at, at email.com and I invite Jeff. And he comes in to the project. Now, he can come in anytime he wants, just like, as I said, a Google Doc. Uh, and he can make his own edits. If, if he comes at the same time as me, we can have a video chat, just like you and I are having right now on the back end. Uh, and then in addition, there's a text chat feature that is constantly going. We kind of think of this as a back channel for the conversation happening on the on the one side. And and teachers often use that back channel as um, a way to track the learning that's happened uh, between collaborators. And so that's really, that's how the collaboration has, has worked up until this point. Next week we have, a, uh, I'm sorry, 
today, I've been I've been saying next week, next week because of, of all of these exciting things, but today we are um, unveiling this new collaborative feature, which is called remote interview recording. And so podcasters or anybody that wants to collaborate with a with somebody via audio in the past has had to figure out how to like pull the audio from Skype or from YouTube uh, and then put it into a, an editor and then and then do the editing and then publish. So now we have this guest link option that if we share this this URL with a collaborator across the world or grandma and grandpa who don't know how to use Soundtrap, they just go on, uh, click on the link and it takes them to a page that's essentially a call in. And it, what happens is when you call in, you are now recording a separate track in the Soundtrap project. And you, the, the grandma and grandpa never see that side of things, only the, the kid that's working on that project. And so that kind of takes collaboration to a whole nother level because you can incorporate so many different people now that aren't necessarily Soundtrap users. Well, it's not just that Soundtrap helps connect users to each other. It's also a fantastic platform that connects different applications. So if you're a teacher and you're using Google Classroom, you can integrate Soundtrap with that. If you're using a Microsoft 365 account, you can integrate Soundtrap into that. Schoology, uh, any of the learning management systems here, you can have all of your stuff integrate with the systems that you've already got. So that brings up the question, where does everything get stored, right? Because we're doing audio files, we're doing video files. Meredith, is this media stored on the device? Is it stored in the cloud? Does it get pushed to their Google Drives? Where does all of this content go? And another podcasting question here is, does the content only have to be used on Soundtrap? Meaning if I do a recording with you, can I then pull that audio into a Google slide or something like that? Completely separate. Great question. The, the content is stored in, our, in the cloud until you decide that you want to bring it down. And when you bring it down, you being the teacher or the student, um, when you bring it down, you get to decide, do I just want it as an MP3? Uh, do I want it as a wave file? Uh, do I want it um, pulled down and then uploaded to my Google Drive? Do I want to share it to, um, you know, Spotify, iTunes, you know, those places? Um, so you you get to be the the driver of where that content goes at that point but until you don't want to bog down your device we keep it in the cloud because we we want them to be able to access it on chromebooks and not have to you know rely on the on the hardware mhm when we're looking at all of this, you know, podcasting is not just about microphones, hardware, software. It's about the people who are creating it. It's about the stories. I am thrilled that that we're here talking today about the brand new Soundtrap for Storytellers uh, creation tools. Why is storytelling, you know, what's your opinion on this? Like, why is storytelling so important to get kids doing in the classroom? You know, I've been to a couple of different seminars on storytelling and didn't realize, you know, how important it was or how much I did it in my life and how others do it to get their point across. And so you you have to sell anything. You are always a salesman for the rest of your life on on your thoughts, your ideas, your your plans. And so an individual needs to learn how to have a beginning, a middle and an end to a story to bring in their audience. And so from a very young age, we are teaching storytelling in the classroom with with their writing skills. But then somewhere along the line, it kind of gets lost. I don't know if it's middle school or high school, mm. but but it, it kind of just gets lost. And then it becomes content consuming and memorization. And so 
So we really want to bring that that piece. We want to keep that elementary type of um, magic that happens when, like, my daughter comes home and she she's showing me this three page story she wrote, and I'm just heart melting. It's beautiful. It's hilarious. Like things mm-hmm. that I would never have thought of. And then I want her to keep that going through middle and high school. And so, if we give the kids the tools necessary and the encouragement to keep those stories storytelling that storytelling happening they don't lose their voice. You know, they don't, they don't get quiet in the corner or they don't, they don't, you know, not have an opinion about something because they've learned that their voice is important and it needs to be heard. You know, I'm I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm reflecting on my own five-year-olds and you're right. They come home and they have all of these great stories. And, and oftentimes I'll take just 20 minutes and we'll grab the iPad and I'll just have them start to record their little voices into these things. And, you know, we'll do the Robert cast or the Sarah cast and we'll just take all those different things and put it in. And then I ship them out to the family and they kind of start to become, you know, collaborative storytellers. When we're looking at bringing stories into the classroom, what are you seeing teachers do with Spotify that is, you know, awesome. I'll just stop there. Like what, what kind of things are you seeing in the classroom? Where do yeah. I start? So what? one interesting thing with Soundtrap is that I get to travel around the world, talk to teachers about how they're using it in their classroom, whether that be at the booth or in presentations or workshops or professional development. And at one point, a few years back, I realized I need to I need to capture all of these snapshots. I thought of them as snapshots because <laughs> they were, you know, little one or two sentences that the, the teacher could tell me without going into depth. The excitement and project that they had, and so I started writing them down, and and I finally I put them on a Padlet. If you're not familiar with Padlet, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, electronic sticky board, and I put them on a Padlet, and I, I put them by content. Although a lot of them are cross curricular, and so I have like a science teacher that that talked about recording bubbles, um, you know, as a background to punctuate the the lab report that the student was writing, and that. Or I had a special ed teacher uh, under the special ed um, column. I have a teacher talking about behavior mod and how this helped that that uh, student who had an outburst uh, really own their feelings through creating music. Mm. Um, or I have a, a foreign la- foreign language teachers love Soundtrap because it is spoken voice, and so I have tons of you know foreign language examples. And so I, I started putting them down, and I ended up with over two hundred uh, snapshots. And so I want to make sure, uh, hopefully you have a way of sharing the link with the the users out there because it's a totally open website and I share it with everybody because I might be talking to a shop teacher or a a, a principal who wants to talk about um, culture and climate. And there's a spot for that. And it gives these little ideas of how Soundtrap could be used in their classroom or their school. And it's really, it's not, um, it's just a conversation starter, but there are so many applications I mean, you give me a, a subject and I'll, I'll tell you an example because there's just so many out there. Well, uh, let, let's do that for a second because, you yeah. know, in, in my school, we've been bringing in audio podcasting in our social studies classrooms. And we've been able to take an entire year of their curriculum and basically break down podcasting or some kind of audio or video to help the students not only gain a voice in their classroom, get comfortable with it, but give them the opportunity to practice being a presenter 
So that way, by the end of the year, now when you actually have them stand up, now they're used to hearing their voice, they're used to editing their thoughts, they're used to slide decks. What are you seeing podcasting in? Let's, I'll give you a difficult one, math education. Thank you for starting with that one, because that's that's one of my subjects that that a lot of my curmudgeon teachers are like, I teach math. Oh, this isn't this is a music <laughs> school. I'm not I'm not going to be able to apply this. And I actually I, I have I have a couple great, great examples. So one of my um, one of my math teachers came up and said, you know, this is a really good connection to fractions. You know, the song piece, the the and this isn't podcasting, but this is the music side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can talk about the the four, four time or the three, four time or six, eight time and how it relates to fractions. Um, but then on the podcasting side, you know, any content that you have, you should always have the kids reflect on their learning. You should always have that conversation after the fact. What went well? What didn't go well? What would you do different? Um And so any math included could create a podcast on an overarching, you know, reflection piece on, on a unit, you know, you're, you're struggling writers and, and readers. Audio is the answer for, for being able to assess the learning because you're not assessing how they read and write at that point. You're assessing what they learned. And I, I often see teachers get confused by that because, or not confused, but get them kind of meshed together. And, you know, it's really not fair to that student to have them already three steps behind because they're a struggling writer or reader. When you could just push record and have them explain their learning um, easy and then, hey, let's just jazz it up with some music that reflects how they feel about it. Um, and they're going to get they're going to get the biggest kick out of that. Um, you know, I have another math example, which is, um, you know, just having kids repeat growing uh so create repeating and growing patterns using the pre-recorded loops or having them um create the song to memorize the formula or theorem because you're mm-hmm. going to have a lot of you know oral all a u r a l learners out there that that can learn from their ear but maybe not so much from you know again visually and it's not just the 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 oral learning of all of this stuff. One of the features that I love about Soundtrap, and, and I think this is a new one here, but you also got the ability now to do transcripts. So it's listening yes. to what you're doing and it's writing back. You know, people have asked me for years, how did I get into podcasting? And my answer is simple. I don't like to write. But the ability to, to talk into your, I'll, I'll say microphone, although I know you don't need a microphone for this, and to have it do transcripts back, I am so looking forward to trying this out again with my five-year-olds. Let them give me a story and then let them read that story back in their own words. There's so many different things that we can do transcripts for. What are you excited most about this feature? So let me, I'm going to explain the feature just a little bit because this is, this is technology that has not existed up until today. It is not out there. This is groundbreaking stuff. And so you say audio recording and transcribing words. Google does that. Your voice recorder can do that. Siri does that already. What Soundtrap has now created, and it's amazing, and I hope everybody gets a chance to try this out, is that when you push record and you start talking like you and I are in a podcast or even just a reflection piece that we spoke on earlier, it is transcribed. You push the button, transcribe. Okay, you see the you see the written word there, the typed words. Now that student, yes, can hear and see their words at the same time. But if for an editing side of things, now you can take out words on the on the transcript, and it automatically deletes it in the audio file. So if you don't like um, 
you can just go through and do a control F, find all the ums, delete the ums, and then the audio file, it's gone. Seriously. Or if, seriously. I know, right? Whoa. It's just going to change your life as a podcast right there. That to take out a whole section, like a conversation that like a piece in the conversation that you knew was like rabbit hole. And you're like, I want to delete this. You do not have to stop and start the recording over and over to find it. You just find the words and delete the words. Bravo. And on behalf of everybody who's ever talked into a microphone, please call your developers and say, thank you. That is an amazing. And, 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 and okay. So let's put the, the teacher hat on yep. o- only in English at this point. Only in English at this point, but th- there's definitely plans to to make that broader. That's awesome. That's awesome. So so let's let's okay. Okay, I'm 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 excited now about all this stuff. I'm super excited all about that. This is stuff is launching today, right? Am I I am getting yes. the right like this is launching today. Teachers can take advantage of this. Oh, where, where I will. I'm going to back up just a little Please bit. Back so up. soundtrack for you spoke. Okay, so soundtrack for storytellers is launching today, and that is our our third product now in our product line. So we have Soundtrap for Music Makers, Soundtrap for Storytellers, and Soundtrap for Education. In June, Soundtrap for Education, all of our teachers and our students will have access to all of those features Mm. that are being released today. Okay, so I'm so looking forward to trying this out at the ISTE booth. If you guys are not checking out the stuff that's at ISTE this year in Philadelphia, uh, Meredith and I are going to be doing some Soundtrap karaoke. I think we can do that. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we'll do like an I Got You Babe kind of a show. Look, we'll figure all this stuff out and go with it. I think Meredith is shaking her head now. Love Love Shack. Shack. Yeah, that's the best duet. We, We can we can certainly do love shack i think everyone just turned the podcast off now meredith i'm not sure (laughs) the website is soundtrap.com i'm speaking today with meredith allen meredith with all of this wonderful stuff here you know the question is how does a teacher sign up for this how does a teacher get connected with this you have a fantastic trial that teachers can use so that way they can be up to date and you know let's face it it's the end of may right now teachers Mm -hmm. are looking for that thing to try as the weather gets warmer what can we do right now to bring soundtrap into our classroom and get our students um you know maybe to become makers Yes, and we want you to try it out. We want teachers to try it out 100%. Uh, and so you, you go onto our website, soundtrap.com. You can join as an educator, and what you get is a 30-day free trial at that point. And you get all of the features that we, you know, after after June, you get all of the features we talked about today. Um, but before that, you know, in the next two weeks, you get the other features. Now you go on and you will get weekly email updates that have resources that are helping, hopefully helping you through the process of getting to know the tool. Uh, My favorite is like the eight minute crash course. We have a lot of teachers using that as like the first day lesson for their kids because then the teacher can use like it as a flipped classroom situation. And and I hope teachers kind of don't learn the tool 100% before they put it in front of the kids because it's it's an you can. And so during those 30 days, you try it out, you see how it fits, you maybe explore the, the LMS integrations like Google Classroom and Canvas and those sorts of things. And, and then you decide. And, you know, at that point, you know, you can shoot us emails and you can ask us questions. And, and, uh, and then it is a subscription fee at that point, annual subscription. And we have a pricing page. Um, but just to give you an idea, it's 50 seats is $249 a year. So uh, a little under five bucks a kid. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's kind of the, the way we go. We also have, I also like to share our EDU blog 
www.soundtrap.com is where all of our resources are. Those teacher snapshots that I spoke on earlier, those are there along with, you know, over a hundred lesson plans. So teachers during those 30 days can have pre-made lesson plans uh, to test the tool out. We are going to make sure that we have all of the links here. Now, Meredith, you had mentioned like a 50-seat license. If a teacher just mm-hmm. wants to get this for themselves, is is it possible just yeah. to get a, a, a Soundtrap, like a personal plan? Yeah, yeah. So we have a free version of Soundtrap for consumers out there. We we don't encourage use in school because of uh, Children's Online Protection Privacy Act. Uh, and, and so it's, you know, you have to be careful there. But the um, an adult can go on and try out Soundtrap and keep Soundtrap for free forever. Uh, some, you know, obviously not all the features are going to be the free version, but you can buy, you know, different tiers depending on what um, features you'd like for uh, for what you need. But absolutely. The website again is Soundtrap.com. Meredith, I want to say thank you so much for, for bringing these brand new features that are coming out onto TeacherCast. We are looking forward to trying them. Again, as we said at the top of the uh, of the show, we are so excited that we just launched our brand new Ultimate Guide for Educational Podcasting. We're actually working on Volume 2, and it'll certainly be talking all about some of the great things that Soundtrap is doing. Maybe we'll add some videos and some how-tos and stuff like that. We'll discuss all that stuff, and 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 you guys heard it here first. Love Shack at ISTE 2019. <laughs> Meredith and Jeff, we're going to be rocking the house. We're going to be doing it like they did in 1776. Is that the right way of looking at this year? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I want to say if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us here. You can find us over on Twitter at Podcasting Today. Leave us a voice message over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. And of course, email us at feedback at teachercast.net. If you guys are bringing podcasting into your classroom, we would love to feature you on on this show and have you guys share some of the great things that are happening in your classroom. Meredith, where do we learn more about Soundtrap and how do we connect with you guys on your social medias? Social media. So yeah, Soundtrap is uh, on Twitter. Just search Soundtrap. Uh, also our biggest, robustest, most robust community is on Facebook. We have a closed Facebook group page for just teachers that are vetted. So we're over a thousand members and it's a very, very interesting conversation happening every day there. So I, it, that's called. Uh, so search that in Facebook. And yeah, like I said, check out the blog and, and uh, you can always email us and uh, go to our website. Meredith, thank you so much for bringing these amazing features onto the show. I look forward to checking them out and, and, and using them and, and seeing what they can do in our classrooms. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And one last time, thank you guys for making TeacherCast a part of your professional development network. You can find out everything that you want to know about podcasting over at Podcast Educational Podcasting Today. And if you're looking for some great resources with your students, you can go over to podcastingwithstudents.com to learn about how you guys can bring podcasts and great companies like Soundtrap into your classrooms. So on behalf of Meredith and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.